Hi, welcome to the MedCorp Podcast Network. This is Carrie Stevens, the co-chief editor of Plastic Surgery Practice. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I'm so excited to have Dr. Alice Zeranian with us today to discuss the rise of nanofat grafting, a topic he recently covered in an article for PSP. Dr. Zerarian is the founder of Zuri Plastic Surgery in Miami, where he specializes in aesthetic procedures of the face and body, including facelift, eyelid surgery, rhinoplasty, breast augmentation and reduction, abdominoplasty, liposuction, and the Brazilian butt lift. Dr. Zerarian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, we we're so glad to have you back. Um, you know, you wrote this article on the topic, and I thought it was really good at describing it, but we wanted to get more in depth in the podcast. So to start out, can you just give us a history of nanofat grafting and why it's growing in popularity? Yeah, so all of this started when uh, doctors, specifically plastic surgeons, were trying to improve their results, especially with uh, breast reconstruction procedures or you know, doing augmentation of different areas of the body using fat. Uh, we have really, really done a lot of research uh, in the last 15 to 20 years regarding, you know, not just any type of fat that we want to transfer to, to these areas, but now more specifically the use of nano fat. And nano fat is exactly what it's trying to say. The word nano meaning very, very, very tiny particles of fat. And we have found that the survivability of these nano fat grafting techniques is 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 very very good and it creates a lot of uh, you know improvements not only in volume but also in tissue architecture tissue quality skin quality and so all of these are are really revolutionizing plastic surgery yeah and i personally you know had a, an experience recently i went underwent more breast reconstruction post mastectomy and they did the, the fat grafting and i will say the results are so much better than before. I mean, it, it looks and feels more natural, and I guess that's because it's my own fat that they're using. Um, just how do you think specifically then from the reconstruction, how is this changing the game for breast reconstruction patients in particular? Yeah, in particular, breast reconstruction patients are getting a much softer breast appearance. Uh, it's very hard to do breast reconstruction, you know, with implants and have a very natural result. So for the most part, it's going to be thinner women that have very thin tissue envelopes. Um, the addition of fat grafting is fantastic. It, it really augments the areas where the implants really can't, can't help you, which is really the upper pole, the, the cleavage area. And to get a more smooth top to bottom shape uh, for, for the breast. And of course, the patients that have had radiation specifically, um, you know, the radiation damages the skin and the soft tissue of the breast. And so when we add stem cells with the fat grafting, it actually regenerates that tissue, it softens it, and it really improves the overall result. Yeah, can you talk about the stem cells and how that's impacting the process? Yeah, so the stem cells are really the workhorse of tissue regeneration. Uh, from the molecular standpoint, what they're doing is basically helping to reduce inflammation, they're uh, increasing growth factors uh, that help to stimulate tissue growth and tissue repair. And so, you know, they are basically the regenerative medicine aspect of, of, the, of, of the fat grafting uh, or the nano fat grafting procedures. And, uh, you know, they're really useful when you're not only in the breast, for example, but also in the face when we're talking about facial fat grafting, especially for aging process and, uh, you know, helping even with some fine lines and wrinkles 
we use plasma, which is basically the uh, centrifuged, um, you know, blood um, that has stem cells in it also to do a lot of microneedling procedures nowadays for facial wrinkles and folds and improving uh, the skin texture. No, that's that's really interesting. Um, so what are you mentioned the face and the breast, but like what are the other main body regions plastic surgeons are using Nanofet grafting for? Yeah. So the next is a good option as well. Um, you know, if you want to get a more defined jawline, for example, uh, that's a great area to use it. Uh, some people are using it in the brow. Uh, we use a very delicate needle, maybe a 27 gauge or 30 gauge needle, and we directly inject the fat into these furrows or these brow lines to soften up the brow. Uh, basically, anywhere in the body that has kind of like a hardened look uh, cosmetically will will definitely uh, improve in terms of contour and volume with the nano fat grafting. Now, nano fat grafting is very different than uh, the Brazilian butt lift type of fat grafting. I want to make sure that our that our audience really understands the difference. When we talk about nano fat grafting, we're talking about centrifuging the fat, meaning spinning it down, getting it to the micro level. Whereas when we do Brazilian butt lift surgeries, uh, you know, we're, we're not spinning that fat down for the most part. We're keeping it totally intact and we're just going for volume in that case. And that's a very different operation. It's a very different body part. And the goals are very different when you're doing nano fat grafting versus, you know, large volume uh, fat grafting. No, I think that's a really good and important distinction. Um, so what are the key advantages of nano fat grafting? And on the flip side, are there any disadvantages? Yeah, so main advantages is that it's very safe. Um, this is not like using other material. I'll give you an example, a hyaluronic acid or that type of material that although, yes, it can be degraded uh, by, you know, uh, hyaluronidase or one of these enzymatic breakdown medications, this is your own body tissue. This is yours. It's autologous, meaning it comes from you. There's not going to be any rejection of it. It's not going to form nodules. It's not going to somehow uh, create an allergic reaction or, you know, cause some sort of, um, you know, systemic response. It's very well accepted by your body. And the great thing about nano is that nano is very fine particles. So your body is not having to try to get large chunks of fat to survive. Instead, it assimilates very easily into the existing space, the existing tissue architecture, and it does really well in terms of survival. Now, the drawbacks of, of fat grafting, and it doesn't matter where it is in the body, but you know, if we're talking about facial fat grafting uh, with nano fat, you have to be careful that you don't overcorrect the problem. Um, because <clears throat> unlike hyaluronidase or you know, some of these other products that are off the shelf that you can degrade with another uh, enzymatic uh, you know, uh, medication, these fat grafting procedures are not reversible. Okay, So you have to be very judicious in your approach as a surgeon. You cannot try to overcorrect. You can't overfill um, you know, with, uh, with nano fat because since the survival is so good, if you overcorrect, you're going to get a deformity that you're not really going to be able to fix. And so when it comes to the lower eyelids, for example, where a lot of people don't like the dark circles and they want to improve the lower lids, you know, if you overcorrect there, they can end up with some, you know, extra fat in those areas. And that is not cosmetically appealing. No, that's good. And so you said, you know, it is safe. Are there any side effects from this procedure? You know, the initial reaction to any of these injection procedures, whether it's fillers or fat, 
or even Botox, it's going to be an initial inflammatory reaction by the patient, swelling, sometimes some bruising, minimal discomfort. But the great thing about fat on the long term is that unlike these synthetic substances, they don't clump up or form nodules uh, or calcifications that really need you know future surgery to remove. Um, so for the most part, uh, the long-term safety is far superior. And how much of the fat lasts usually? Yeah, so most of the literature for fat grafting has really uh, been found to be about 30% okay. of the fat is going to disappear okay. in about six months. And you're left with about 70% of the fat grafting. In my experience, the nano fat grafting is has a higher survival rate. So almost around 80% of my injections are good to go in this that's awesome. And how, in your practice, how often are you performing this procedure? I'm doing this at least five days a week. Um, I operate every single day. So it's typically at least five patients a week that, uh, that are interested in either lip fat grafting, under eye fat grafting, nasolabial fold, underneath the eyelid of the lower lid or the ear trough area, uh, a lot of breast fat grafting. Uh, and of course, you know, then. The BBL is a whole other procedure. But the nano for the face is very, very popular. A lot of people are realizing that the off-the-shelf filters are not the best uh, when it comes to nodule formation later on down the line. And I think also if you, you know, you know by looking in the media, all of these celebrities that are filling their faces with these products are looking kind of weird as they age. Yeah, it doesn't always age well, no. Yeah, that's a, so. Do you ever foresee kind of the nano fat grafting of the face overtaking the fillers? Do you see that happening? I do. I do see that happening, especially as plastic surgery continues to be very popular and common, um, you know, thing to do with a lot of people. Uh, I think they're realizing also the benefits of having the fat grafting while they're asleep is that they don't have any pain, no discomfort during the injection. Yeah, and I think and. It, you know, it may seem more natural too because it's really your own body that's providing this. I, I know for me, I felt that way. I was like, it was kind of nice. And again, this is a reconstruction, totally different with the face, but just knowing that like what you're putting is really your own body. So you're not putting the fillers into your face. You're putting parts that are really your own. So Yeah, and I think it really ties into the concept of breast implant removal. This is a very hot topic right now, plastic surgery nationwide. A lot of women are seeking to remove their implants that they've had for 10 years, 15 years. And a lot of patients are getting symptom relief from removal of their breast implants. So I think we're all trying to go more organic, more natural, uh, getting away from synthetic products. Um, you know, as plastic surgeons, we've really been the pioneers of the synthetic you know, substances that we've been using with very good success. But if we can avoid using synthetic substances and using more of our own body tissue, then I think we're going to have a much better outcome in the long run. And are you seeing like any people that are removing their breast implants and because then they probably feel like a pancake look that then they're, then they're just injecting their own fat. They're doing the fat grafting to kind of. Yes. So that is very common. And that's almost kind of in the reconstruction category almost. Um, so I kind of put those two together. Uh, but yes, uh, the, the sequence of that is first take out the implants, let everything settle down for about six months, 
once you get your final breast position and shape, you can go ahead and start graft safely and with better survivability. And and then you also get the benefits of liposuction too. Tied up a little place you don't like. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably a win-win. I mean, yeah. for a lot of people. Okay. Um, so. In your article, you mentioned the positive psychological effects of native fat grafting. Can you elaborate on that for a bit? Yeah. So, I mean, like, like a lot of procedures in plastic surgery, when you're doing these types of facial rejuvenation, for example, with dental fat, it really, uh, you know, changes people's perspective about themselves, the way they look, the way that they feel. Um, that's a really critical component of this fat grafting, you know, technique is that we can avoid making major incisions, like facelift incisions, um, and we can do a lot just with fat. And so, you know, psychologically, people feel better about themselves, They their self-esteem improves, and that correlates to the way they interact with other people in their daily lives, in, in their work life, their family life, um, you know, their relationships. And, uh, you know, so that, I think, is uh, very positive when it comes to the fat grafting. Yeah. Okay, and for a final question, is there anything else you think PSP readers and, you know, listeners of the MedCore Podcast Network should know about nanofat grafting and that you want to tell them? Yes. Uh, you know, I don't have any proprietary interest for in this company, but they're called Tulip Medical. I don't have any stock or anything, um, which I did, actually. But they're one of the leaders at the front runners in nanofat. So if you're looking to have this procedure done, if you're maybe getting some consultations on where you live, you know, ask the doctor, you know, be straightforward and say, hey, what, what kind of equipment do you use to do nanofrat? You know, have you heard of Tulip Medical? Uh, you know, I'd be interested to know, you know what's the technique you use to centrifuge your fat or prepare your fat. Those are all fair questions. Any board-certified plastic surgeon would be more than happy to discuss his or her technique on nanofrat grafting. All of us are a little bit different. But the, the whole point is, is that we are getting the fat to its microscopic level. And it's important that everybody out there understand that this is very different from the large volume structural fat grafting. No, that's so helpful. And thank you so much, Dr. Zerarian. We really appreciate what you've shared with us today and hope it's really informative to our listeners. To check out the latest in plastic surgery news, please visit plasticsurgerypractice.com. And until next time, take care. Thank you.